0: Well, we have some Rays news and updates that you may have missed over the weekend. No, we're not going to get to any of the Wander Franco developments. We'll save that for another day. But uh, more on the field related happenings that we'd like to get to.
1: A lot has been happening the last three, four days. So let's get started right now.
0: You are locked on Rays. Your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the traditional podcast platforms uh, be sure to email us lockdownraise at gmail.com love the mailbag questions um all right ulysses it seems well it doesn't seem it is happening the baseball season as we know it is inching closer and closer you know that it's getting closer to game time when fan fest is announced and that's what happened a couple days ago as uh, it will be on Saturday, February 17th at Tropicana Field from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Now, if you have a season ticket, if you're a season member, you'll get early entry as per usual beginning at noon, but it's kind of the uh, the first wave of, okay, uh, start to get in gear here for, for the season. I got to be honest, I love FanFest. I think it, it really... It really does get me motivated and in the mood for the season uh, with the the yard sale, interacting with the players, um, mascots, games, running around and just uh, having the opportunity to to waft in that Tropicana field air.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the that the last bit is what we we want. Right. That that Tropicana air yeah it's it's exciting man to to go to fan fest uh we've we've gone a few times now together uh with Mm -hmm. the podcast and without and it's always a good time especially you're right the yard sale is really cool but just seeing how the players interact with the kids that's also really cool uh i wish i had gone to fan fest when i was a a young kid that would that would have been really cool um so kind of kind of healthy jealous uh, on that part but it's a really good time and it's family friendly but the one thing i did see that was different i don't know if you caught this was the 1 p.m start time later uh, yes because it's usually
0: 11 a.m to 3 p.m
1: it's usually you you just had breakfast and it's in your throat and you have yeah. to go walk in like that's early um, i have a theory so,
0: on why it is pushed back later
1: hit me hit me with the theory.
0: Uh, I believe that the Tampa Bay Rowdies have a 7:30 p.m. game. So my thought and viewpoint is that you stay to FanFest until 5 p.m., maybe grab dinner, and then go to a soccer game. Little cross talk, cross prom, uh, promotion action, and uh, maybe it's maybe it was something that the Chamber of Commerce recommended. Hey, set it a little bit later so it. Uh, entices people to stick around in St. Pete and uh, grab a bite to eat or explore downtown, whatever it may be. Because previously, my experiences with Fan Fest, um, going with you and others, is uh, go there for a couple hours and then jet out of St. Petersburg, beat traffic, and get back to uh, the Hillsborough side of things. But maybe this is a another methodology, and and also maybe they they got some input from. Their employees of like, hey, we have to we have to get up. This thing starts at eleven or ten if you're a season ticket holder, and that means we got to get up however many hours earlier to get geared in. If you all could push it back a couple hours, that would be great because we like our weekend sleep.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that's exactly what the the, the employees thought, but <laughs> I don't necessarily think. That's what drove them. I think it's the 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 former. that's probably right. a really good idea to like pair it up uh stay in St Pete, stay possibly for the rowdies game uh but no it it, it should be exciting i I think the the most entertaining part of it, besides if you take out like the yard sale right Which the, it, it
0: that yard sale just gets ravaged uh if you arrive you know five minutes late. No, do so yeah, you, really, you have then, to be that's, there that's where for being for a season take that's where being a season ticket member really pays is you get early entry into that thing and you get the pick of the litter because for us uh, regular regular folk um you know you're lucky okay uh all that's left is a 5 XL um uh akiwamora t-shirt or something like that there, oh look at much. this
1: it's a it's a it's a jaff dacker bobblehead That's <laughs> yeah. that's nice um yeah no so definitely go there first if you really want to go to the yard sale but it's uh i like the uh, when the players play video games with the kids mm-hmm. or the the basketball uh hoop uh game like the uh arcade stuff that's really nice uh you know and it's bringing the the fan closer to the player and right. kind of like making them human. And that's, that's a great thing because when they go 0 for 10 and you start screaming at the TV, maybe you, you know, do a little bit of introspective look and be like, Hey, he's, he's a human being yeah. too. You know, he's just, he's a mach- He's not a machine. Cause I saw him playing video games and my kid beat him. So, you know, maybe, maybe cut some slack here, but no, it's exciting. Uh I think, would you stay the four, the, four, the, the four hours?
0: It depends how much is going on. Usually in, in past experiences, it would be, you know, stay for half the time then get out of there. But uh, some of it is also contingent on um, how interesting those player interviews are with Dwayne Stats and Andy Freed, where they do kind of the round table. Um, yeah. And I know previous years where there was the whole, uh stadium debacle i i guess it'll be a little less hostile but we were always um you know inching at what uh race for an office and executives had to say about the status of all that um but oh god
1: oh no don't 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 that that reminded me of (laughs) everybody if if you didn't go to that fan fest people here's a little synopsis they get on there, everybody's hating on it. Um, Brian Alden, Stu Sternberg. It's just like pitchforks are out, okay? Right? Oh, yeah. And then the last question is this plant? It's this like either entry level uh you know employee or like an executive that nobody knows their name and they go like hey i think this is a really good idea and thank you for for bringing this up to uh montreal because like you know we, we could have de- de- tampa uh a be- yeah. baseball in tampa bay for the next uh, generation so we, we i just really want to thank
0: you guys <laughs> like, yeah, we, you had a, we had a lot of crisis actors and non-player characters and they're asking questions that's what happened <laughs> um yeah so no i'm 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 excited about fan fest i mean many times it's kind of the the same thing over which i i think that if they can if they can develop or steal something from another organization that really spices it up i would just like to see some some new ideas and um you know try something different um or something i don't know what that is but something to really um like the video game thing i think was great and and the opportunity for kids to to play games with the players i think is is really cool fun and and exciting but more of that i would say to where you can endear the players to the fan base in some shape or form if you will
1: my type a brain wants it to be a little bit more structured too like and ahead of time like give me where everything is going to be a roadmap of fan fest ahead of time so oh, i like a printable
0: map or a pdf version where you okay i i know in this uh this corridor, this is where I can try the new food options and whatnot. Because you
1: get there. It's a baseball field, by the way. And then you're yeah. like, okay, where do I go? What do I do? Do I go here? And it's kind of like y- y- you don't know what's your priority. So, like, if if you come with a plan uh, yeah. ahead of time, I think that would be most um, – at least for me would be very helpful.
0: I also find it uh interesting some of the former players blast from the past that they bring out uh, and roll out to to appear to sign autographs and meet with fans and and so forth. Uh anybody on your bucket list that that you hope is in attendance besides of course like the Evan Longoria's and Carlos Peña's big names like that. Well, I guess you could say Carlos Peña, but usually the the ones they bring out are um you know Seth McClung, level Toby Hall level dudes.
1: Ah, uh, that's a good one. Ah, uh, if we are talking like Rays players, I think I would really like to have a con- conversation with Casey Kochman.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Casey Kochman would be really good. Uh, and Jeff Kepinger. Those are my fr- my 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 two first uh, options for like. Rays, I would love to talk to that are not, I think, the first Rays players people think about.
0: Yeah. Hey, put it up in the comments. What is one former player, one a kind of somewhat obscure name? Yeah. Don't that, don't put uh, Evan uh, Longoria in the
1: comments, people. Don't put Longo, yeah. please. Right. Or don't, Upton don't or Shields. Come on.
0: Yeah. Or Crawford. Yeah. Put. We're looking for kind of an obscure Mike D. Felice, something like that. Nice. Any yeah. Romero. Exactly. That's, that's kind of what we're looking for. So uh, stay tuned for all that. I'm sure they'll have uh, more updates and information as it comes, but just wanted to throw it out there. All right. uh, We have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you this passion drive and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive or your money will be returned to you. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. All right, Ulysses, uh, some other Rays news that popped along over the weekend. Uh, The Rays have added and added big time over the course of the international signing period, inking 23 young players uh, topped by Dominican outfielder Leonardo Pineda. Uh, He was or is ranked as the number 18 overall international prospect for MLB.com and got a reported $1.75 million. Uh, The Rays also threw out lots of cash to uh, some Venezuelan shortstops. Catcher, just a lot of names out there, uh, mostly players from the Dominican and Venezuela, and then one player from Panama all told. Uh, the Rays invested uh, approximately $6.55 million. So hopefully, maybe, possibly, we'll see uh, one or more of these guys make it to the show in the next um, six, seven, eight, nine years. We have to remember a lot of them are, you know, 16 years old, 17 years old, 18 years old.
1: Yeah, these guys need to cook. Uh, So, you know, you don't even have to remember the names. If you want to... Sure, remember the names, but just know that twenty-three of these guys—if three get to the major leagues—that's a success. Like, so yeah, many man. things can happen to a sixteen-year-old um, in order to get to the major leagues. Like, you know, um, and and don't even go into the, like the dark stuff. Yeah, let's, like, let's let's let's, take let's, a keep from let's keep that away. Let's keep that away. yeah, like just go into like injuries. Just like just that alone, like it's so difficult to just like project these uh, kids. But very nice that they 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 got, um, uh, you know, some some of these, uh, you know, amounts are life changing for oh, these yeah. families. Like, you know, 1.75, 300,000, 425, 450, 800,000 for uh, Angel Braque, uh who's a shortstop in Venezuela. So, you know, from the people that I follow... On Twitter that uh do the whole um uh international of
0: International players that yeah uh they, us Ringo's don't know about.
1: <laughs> well, they, they they have spoken very highly of Danis Gonzalez, the catcher from Venezuela. I mean again oh, I am I am biased towards following the Venezuelan players, of course, Venezuelan bump. So I don't know too much about the DR guys, but um yeah, there's the, you know the, the academy and the DR for, for the Rays is going to get a lot of um, really good cool, talented players, and from what they've written about them, they're just looking for high floor guys. It's not like, yeah. you know, think of um, think of Johnny Chirinos when you think about what these guys could be like. Yeah, could they become a superstar? Yeah, hopefully. But right. like, if they can just be a serviceable major league player a.k.a. Johnny Chirinos, for a while, that's a success.
0: Oh, for sure. And uh, as you can see, I mean, the Rays seems like they like their catchers from Venezuela because they signed three of them and then another catcher from Panama. I mean, the Rays certainly uh, need catching depth uh, in the years and years to come. And, yeah, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Life-changing money for sure. You just hope that um, it's taken care of prudently and they have good people around them that can – show them how to properly invest and spend it and they don't have a bunch of uh sharks that just try to steal it from them more or Mm -hmm. less but yeah it's funny with the international signings a lot of times or in certain instances with the rays it's not the guys that you know got the the 1.5 the two the 2.5 million dollar signing bonus Uh, of course aside from wander franco and his 3.8 million dollar signing bonus but it's guys who got 10,000, 64,000, 100,000, 400,000. I mean, if we just go up and down the list of names, yeah, Alex Colomay, what he turned into. Yanni Torinos, which I don't even, I'm not sure if I remember what he signed for. I don't think it was some major, major, major amount. Rene Pinto, 100,000. Diego Castillo, 64,000. But El Brujan, Jonathan Aranda, Diego Castillo. So the Rays have had, um, you know, good, good track record with these international signings and uh if at the very least they can get them in the system develop them and get to get them to the point where they can trade them for what they're really looking for i mean how many times has that happened i.e with jesus sanchez i mean you look at just yeah. raise rosters, postseason rosters. How many of those players are acquired via trade versus draft versus free agency uh, versus other methods?
1: Right, they don't. They don't have to get to the major leagues. Is can can they have high value enough that you can trade them for pieces that you need in your major league roster? Like that's that's the whole game too. It's not like you know. It, it's not a, only a like a silo yeah. vertical uh, way of thinking. Like you know, you can you can use these guys to yeah. uh, christopher sanchez was
0: used to acquire curtis Meade for example
1: exactly and what uh so sanchez was uh nick anderson for yeah. a year and a half so that was that that was a pretty good trait so it's it's exciting for these families it's exciting for for prospect fans that that like this stuff if you guys really want to uh, dive deep uh, you can check out Locked on MLB Prospects with Lindsey Crosby. He does awesome. That's all he focuses in on. He barely cares about MLB. He really cares about the minors and the prospects. So if you want to hear more about him, he, he's the guy.
0: He certainly does for sure. Um, Yeah, this could just add to uh, di- the diversity of the Rays roster. It wasn't too long ago where uh, the lineup the entire lineup essentially made, was made up of a player from a different country, be it yeah. the U.S., be it the Dominican, Cuba, Colombia, Venezuela, Mexico, Taiwan, Panama, South Korea. The, the Rays certainly run the game, and I think that you know having so much success and experience with Latin players um, should really only help them. In this matter, uh, God, you,
1: yeah. you, you're talking about the signing bonuses that like the guys that get there are, you know, the 15, 20, 30,000. You know how much I just looked it up? I had to because I knew the story, but I, yeah. I wanted to get the amount. You know how much Jose Altuve signed for?
0: or was it 20,000, 25,000, something like that.
1: 15,000.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a lot not- of time. To, those diamond in the roughs, those those lottery tickets that you're just you're just throwing ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on a bunch of different guys hoping that one of them can pan out
1: and you know like not to be you know if you're looking at a eighteen year old who is five five and yeah he can hit, but he's five five. you're like I can't give you more than fifteen thousand right. like that it would be irresponsible for me and then he just becomes a Hall of Fame type player. Mm -hmm. That's insane. So like a lot of these kids have a lot to prove. And just because, you know, they, they they might be getting the short end of the signing bonus. That doesn't mean that they're not going to make it. I I think there's plenty of stories that show that that doesn't really matter.
0: For sure. Um, One last note that we want to get to here. Uh, The Rays, I guess are circumventing or not truly hiring a replacement for Peter Bendix. Instead, uh, they have promoted Kevin Ibach to share in previous general manager's duties with uh, three other mm-hmm. assistant general managers, Will Cousins, Shonda Loudermilk, and Carlos Rodriguez. So those four of Ibach Cousins, Loudermilk, and Rodriguez will share in the duties of previous general manager, Peter Bendix. So Eric Neander will have to uh, more or less hear from four voices on a daily basis instead of one so in essence the Rays are um, at least temporarily eluding having a, a captain for their chief and just going with you know four lieutenants or sergeants however you want to uh, qualify that um, but congrats to Kevin Ibach he's been with the Rays since 2020 uh, 2012 Um uh, focusing on player development, pro personnel and pro scouting. But uh yeah, I found it interesting. I, I really thought that I, I guess maybe this is a a way to see um you know which cream rises to the cho- to the top. Maybe it's a tryout for all these four to eventually get uh the role of Peter Bendix. But I, I really thought they would have you know more or less filled Bendix's uh position with I don't know, John Daniels. Maybe they made a play at Heim Bloom. Maybe that maybe after Heim Bloom went to the Cardinals, they're like, all right, let's just forget it and and kind of uh rework some things here. So uh, I, that's I how mean, the organizational structure is gonna be for uh, this coming year at least.
1: You know, just let me get my cheeky uh joke out of the side, like the the Rays are also platooning in the front office. I guess
0: uh, so. Yeah, everybody's so. gonna have uh a lot you of get a that uh, Focal points.
1: Yeah, Rodriguez gets some bad bats. Shonda, Will, I back. You know, you guys are sharing uh, duties there. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think they made a play at John Daniels. I don't think they made a play at, at Hein Bloom. I think they just they said, hey, what is the big? What's the deal with taking a rush decision and like just making naming a guy? Like, are we yeah. losing anything? from not naming a guy and uh, and the answer from what they talked about was probably now nah, we probably don't don't lose anything in fact if we maybe try something new and have this um triumvirate plus one because i don't know the word for that for quartet what okay tet, yeah no isn't quartet. tet quartet Quartet's there wh- you go yeah of yeah More quartet they had a the quartet of uh, of assistant GMs. Maybe something good can happen and something a little bit different. And if if it isn't the Rays and it's, you know, they would do something like this. Right. I, I, I'm not surprised at all that they, they've gone this way. And I don't really think it's going to change anything, really.
0: Yeah, you, the, the average fan's not going to know the difference or it's not going to show up unless some – Sleuth, you know, six months from now is like it's because they didn't replace Peter Bendix that they are only uh, eighty nine and whatever the record is. You know, they didn't. Yeah, win I like a that a title. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I i would be really curious to be in the room and, and hear the the reasoning and thought process behind it all, and maybe some of it was, hey, we really like all four of these individuals, and we don't really feel comfortable at this moment, you know, elevating one person over another yeah. um, to Bendix's role. So we'll have to see how that goes um going forward i know uh, peter bendix uh, down in south florida he's been busy hiring gabe kapler hiring bill miller uh adding uh, rachel balkovec to director of player development uh, stocking yeah. up on x-rays uh be it calvin fauché or christian bethencourt or Vidal he's Bruhan, so he's he's got his hands full
1: he's uh, doing work man around. but um there are a couple of more names that apparently are leaving the dugout, Kevin, for the Rays. Uh, Jonathan Ehrlichman and Justin Sua. They're going up the staircase and, and now becoming part of the front office. Ehrlichman, uh, he's going to like handle projects in, during the front office as vice president of process and analytics. Mm-hmm. While Justin Sua, who is the head of the mental performance, uh, and you know we, you would always see him next to Tyler Glass now in shots of of the dugout, he will serve as a performance development specialist, focusing on staff initiatives and projects outside of the clubhouse. So I think that kind of means more like, um, seeing the cult, the corporate culture the kind of taking the barometer of what the other employees are going through and seeing if he can like help with that that's that's what it sounds like maybe it's completely wrong but that's what it sounds like hey there's a
0: lot of employees in a lot of departments and divisions that uh, have to be attended to whether it's baseball ops admin broadcasting public affairs corporate partnerships finance, accounting, community engagement. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of pieces that Take you have sales. to tie in together. Yeah. customer
1: service. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, This, this feels, this, this episode feels like, uh, bu- locked on bureaucratics. Uh, yeah, pretty much.
0: Now I will say one, the one thing that, um, well, we just wanted to do sort of a potpourri episode hitting on some things that happened over the weekend. But, uh, one guy who really, really will have his hands full is, uh, head groundskeeper or former head groundskeeper, Dan Moeller, uh, shifting to director of special projects and field operations. Uh, his duties will include the design and building out of the planned new stadium plus uh, renovations at uh, the team Academy in the DR and operations at Charlotte Sports Park. So I, I really hope that he's getting a big fat raise or bonus or some sort of benefit because That is a big to do to uh, juggle all those things going on, particularly uh, the would be new stadium in Saint Petersburg.
1: Is he bald? Does he have hair? Do you know?
0: I do not know. I would have to look that up. But uh, if he's not bald, he's certainly going to have some gray hairs.
1: That's that. That was my thing. Yeah, he's uh, he's about to lose it or uh, turn those uh, hairs to gray because that seems like a lot to do. But good luck. In, in those endeavors but the sleep yeah. is going to definitely you're be going from minimized.
0: making sure there's enough uh, dirt on the field to uh building out the billion dollar stadium plus <laughs> good luck like two other stadiums essentially <laughs> if yeah. that's that, it, that, it, that's my thing a why promotion I'm get it left because I, I mean i guess a a pay raise bigger and better title with miami but when the wonder pron yeah. stuff went down and uh then having to deal with uh the new stadium it's like okay i let me shift gears here and try something else i don't know um all right uh hope you all enjoyed we do want to hear your comments on uh which obscure former Rays player you want to see at fan fest that you like to uh chew their ear on and uh, get a picture with and so forth
1: yeah Um, and uh, for this week we will talk about the amazon valley sports situation we will mm -hmm. talk about that. people uh wander franco situation perhaps it's just like a lot
0: yeah i mean it's a lot i guess more details but it's kind of stuff we
1: We've already, already talked already about so may, yeah. maybe unless something breaks, I mean, really, I don't think you guys are dying. It for really, Franco. here, here's
0: the here's the summary. It, it looks, it continues to look worse and worse for Wander Franco. Anytime you see a press clipping from or that mentions Wander, uh, it's probably not going to be a good thing it from keeps now. And
1: looking worse, yeah, more. Or less, yeah. So.
0: All oh, right. I yeah. uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you later on this week.